Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for today, September 5th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy back with veteran fantasy expert Brandon C. Williams. Brandon, we are here. It's kickoff tonight. It is New Year's Day for fantasy football players as we start the 100th NFL season uh, with a doozy, Packers and Bears. You know, it's a great offense against a good defense, so we'll see how this plays out. Supposedly a great offense. It'll be uh, maybe a little different against uh, with a new head coach. Uh, Matt LaFleur might look to run the ball a little bit more than we expect uh, as well. Uh, you know, maybe in an effort to, to, to protect Aaron Rodgers. You know, in the past under, under McCarthy, it was really defenses were trying to pin their ears back and come after Rodgers because the running game was so secondary. Oh, that's true, and you're right that it is going to look completely different, you know, and there, it looks like they're going to give a lot of the focus offensively to their backs. Jamal Williams is banged up, so you probably are going to get a chance to see Aaron Jones, who comes in at $6,800 at FanDuel uh, for their showdown. Um, you do have to take a look at the fact that the Packers are going to look to run the ball a bit more, and if you can get Jones, who is something of a sleeper, and Jamal Williams, who's also a solid backup, you know, at at $5,300 at FanDuel. Again, he's probably going to get a handful of touches. It's going to be interesting to see how this Packers offense looks with a completely different emphasis on the run game. Let's take a look at the showdown slate. And uh, on DraftKings, Devontae Adams is the highest-priced guy at $18,900. I'm probably leaning towards using him as my captain tonight. Uh, make sure you check out the full previews on the homepage as well. Uh, the FanDuel version uh, from DFS Pro David Jones and our Andrew Erickson on video uh, preview at DraftKings. But uh, I like Adams. You know, even if Rodgers does have a great night, he's going to get peppered with a lot of targets. Uh, and you pretty much know what Rodgers is. There's always upside. Uh, Adams is. There's always upside there. Rodgers uh, at eighteen thousand six hundred. If you're going to pick a quarterback, obviously he's better than Trubisky at seventeen thousand four hundred. But the problem is, is that this might not be a great game for either one of the quarterbacks. Yeah, and that's going to be the problem playing in this showdown uh, format tonight because both quarterbacks are you know facing you know different you know differences. Mitch Trubisky's kind of still hit miss going into his third season. Uh, whereas when you look at Aaron Rodgers, he's facing arguably one of the best defenses in the National Football League. And that's a game, you know, and this is a scenario that looks as if you're going to get a pretty low scoring affair. So with this one, you know, you have to be careful. I think that you can go at Rodgers, but at the same time, it's because of the less, you know, the less chance of a meltdown. At least with Rodgers, you've got an opportunity to get at least a touchdown or two out of him whereas with Trubisky you don't know whether the Bears are going to focus on getting the run game going with rookie David Montgomery or whether or not Trubisky lays an egg completely yeah uh if I had to look for upside and maybe uh you know going away from the rest of the field and knowing that he's a dual threat quarterback and he's got something to prove this year maybe I go with Trubisky you mentioned Aaron Jones he's 13,800 uh, you know, faces a tough run defense here. I don't know if I'm so hot on Aaron Jones, but out of any running back, he might get the most touches tonight, although Tariq Cohen could catch a lot of balls out of the backfield at 12,600 on DraftKings. Uh, Cohen is probably an interesting play uh, because of the fact that he's got the ability to score on any given play at any part of the field. So if, if 
the players that are out there this evening, especially when you look at the running backs, he's the one guy that you can look at and give you that big play, which is why I would probably look at him uh, because of the fact that he's going to get uh, at least 10, 12 touches. And if the game ends up being where the Bears have to play catch up, you're probably going to see those touches increase more, especially in support of pass receiving. Yeah, I think, you know, you definitely want to look for upside, you know, on, on tonight's slate. Uh, so then you also got Allen Robinson, who I like a lot at 12,900. Good. I think a season gets off to a good start as he now uh, two years removed from that knee injury. I, I like him here as well. Uh, yeah, I think that he does become the featured uh, wide receiver. I think he is the featured wide receiver uh, in in Chicago. I think that you could probably look at him uh, getting about say maybe eight to ten targets. And again, if this game gets out of hand and Trubisky has to throw the ball more, you're looking at him throw you know maybe double digit targets uh, from here. He's obviously the best Bears receiver to take a look at. Although you might have some that would look at uh, Taylor Gabriel and then at tight end Adam Shaheen. Uh, you know, which is a DraftKings only play because it does look like uh, Trey Burton may not go. All right. Then you have David Montgomery. There's a lot of promise for him at 12,300. But the upside is capped knowing that Mike Davis might be in the mix. Uh, Mike Davis is only 6,300 on DraftKings. You know, maybe he's one of those cheaper price plays that not a lot of people are going with. I'd probably avoid Montgomery and lean more towards Cohen and Davis. I would agree with you. I think that, you know, you are going to see Montgomery get around 10 or 12 touches or so. Uh, it, I think a lot will depend on the floor of the game, but uh, I think it will be Davis at near to inside the red zone. He's probably going to be your guy there. And again, as we mentioned, you look at uh, you look at Tariq Cohen, I think his value is going to be uh, more. I think he's more valuable tonight than any of the Bears' backs because of the fact that he is going to be able to get uh, multiple touches in the passing game. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm looking at these prices, and somebody better call DraftKings and tell them that Sean Kaiser got cut. Uh, Geronimo <laughs> Allison at 11100 against Marcus Valdez, Scantling 10200 If I'm playing in a GPP, I want more pieces of Valdez, Scantling. I don't know if I'm going with Anthony Miller because he recovered from a sprained ankle recently at 9900 Of those threes as a upside play, I probably like Valdez, Scantling. I would agree with you. I do like Valdez Scantling. I think that he's the, uh, the solid wide receiver, too, behind Devontae Adams. Uh, he's got the size that you want, especially in the red zone when the Packers move the ball down in there. Uh, I think that you know, he'll probably get his fair share of targets if they get in close. He's also got enough speed to where he's someone that you know, can take the long reception. And I think that when you look at you know, the number of targets that are going to be thrown in this direction, I think that he's a solid number two behind Devontae Adams tonight. Yeah, and then you can't forget about the defenses. Uh, the Bears are at 7,500. The Packers are just 3,900. It's a low-scoring game. You know, maybe you could punt with the Packers' defense. I think you can punt with the Packers' defense. Uh, and then a lot of people will probably focus mostly on uh, the Bears' defense. But I think that, you know, the Packers probably can give you uh, – can be effective. You know, you look at Trubisky, uh, again, third-year quarterback, not with an outstanding group of receivers, and he can be mistake-prone. Uh, he ranked among some of the most – one of the most dangerous quarterbacks in the National Football League last year when it comes to throwing passes that had the opportunity to be intercepted. Yeah, and then uh, don't forget the kickers either, Al. Uh, it- you know, Eddie Pinero didn't have a great preseason, uh, but Mason Crosby, if the Packers stole in the red zone, 
uh, you know, can probably might be able to get you nine or ten or twelve points. I would be surprised if you know you do get um, a couple of field goals out of Crosby. Still a dependable guy, veteran that you know has a lot of you know will have a lot of value in this game. Pinero, uh, yeah, he's got the leg, but he's just too erratic. And in a situation like this, you're playing a showdown. You don't want to rack. You'll go ahead and pay the extra to get the dependability. Now you need picks to differentiate yourself in a one-game showdown slate, millionaire maker. Uh, I guess some of my favorites would be Davis, the Packers defense, and Crosby. Yeah, I, I, I like Davis, and I do like Crosby. Uh, I would also, again, take a look at uh, Valdez Scantling in, in that scenario as well. All right, so our favorite picks for tonight are Devontae Adams, uh, Allen Robinson, Tariq Cohen, Mike Davis. Uh, then we also have Mar- Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, Mason Crosby and uh, and the Packers defense. I think that about covers it, right? Uh, indeed, it does. All right. Uh, do you like enjoy playing showdown slates, especially when there's a million dollars at stake? Certainly. Yeah, you know, certainly we'll be getting uh, my, my lineup in uh, shortly after we get off the phone uh, with this. Uh, hey, you know, I could wake up a millionaire tomorrow morning. All right. Okay. Uh, Win Daily, owned by Jason Mizrahi and Brandon C. Williams. How about that? No, there you go. I like the sound of it. Okay. Uh, let's move to wide receivers uh, for for uh, the Sunday slate. Uh, there's also a millionaire uh, maker on DraftKings for that. And uh, we've already run down the uh, quarterbacks and, and running backs in our previous two. It uh, doesn't look like we'll have Antonio Brown this week. Uh, if the, the Raiders are intending to suspend him. Uh, you know, that that's going to make the Denver defense a good play, though. And uh, we like Derek Carr a lot less at quarterback. Yeah, you know, Brown being suspended uh, for the regular season opener, just not the brightest thing uh, that he could have done to threaten your general manager by punching him. Uh, I think that, you know, by suspending him, you know, based on his track record, he tends to see the light after this. So it's going to be frustrating not to have him for week one. Uh, but, you know, for fantasy purposes, you know, he you know, will be back for week two. So hopefully, you know, lesson learned. But, yeah, it really puts a stake and so the heart of Derek Carr as far as using him on Monday night. Yeah, uh, if you're going to use him in that showdown slate, uh, that's what we need. Yeah, sure. It's, definitely. Uh, not going to be a high-scoring showdown slate, but we'll be covering that. Uh, yeah, but for wide receiver on Sunday, Odell Beckham Jr.'s 8,100 on DraftKings. Uh, kind of worth the price. Uh, we talked about spending down and running back here. Julio Jones at 8,000. Uh, you know, maybe not the best pick against Denver. Mike Evans at 7,900, what's expected to be a shootout from Vegas. And uh, Tyreek Hill at 7,600. Everybody fears the Jaguars' defense, so if he's not widely owned. I would say, you know, I like all of these top four. Uh, Beckham, like, I like Beckham, Evans, and Hill. But uh, I'd be going with Beckham and Evans here. Uh, football is a game of emotion. Uh, you know, I think Beckham's going to get up to a terrific start. I'd be willing to spend up for him. And uh, Mike Evans should should definitely be prominent in the shootout. Uh, I'll certainly like Evans in a shootout. Oh, 7,900 over at FanDuel. Beckham comes in at 8,200 at FanDuel as well. The guy I do like here on Sunday is going to be Keenan Allen, 7,700 over at FanDuel. 
no Melvin Gordon, which means that you're going to see Phillip Rivers throw the ball a heck of a lot more, and Allen should get a, a heck of a lot more targets, considering that Gordon isn't going to be there. You know, we took again touched on running backs. We again both agreed that you know Austin Eckler isn't going to be that big of a factor. So in the game, that could possibly also be a shootout as well in Los Angeles. I like Keenan Allen. Uh, I also uh, do like uh, Robert Woods, uh, seven thousand dollars of FanDuel against Carolina. I think that you know he's one of those opportunities to where you get maybe three or four receptions out of him, but I think he could get a long one against a suspect uh, Panthers secondary. All right. Uh, some of the others, uh, we we have uh, Amari Cooper at seven thousand. Uh, not a big fan this week with the plantar fasciitis. I want to stay away. Uh, Adam Thielen could get a ton of looks this week uh, if Stephon Diggs can't play uh, with because of a hamstring or if he's limited and not ready to use T.Y. Hilton just yet with Jacoby Brissett. I don't see a lot of upside, uh, but I, I am liking Thielen in that group. Uh, I like Thielen in that bunch as well. He comes in at $7,400 uh, at FanDuel. Again, if you don't have digs in a game, that again, like you mentioned, it's going to be a shootout. I can see uh, I can see Thielen getting anywhere between 12 to 15 targets in that game. And if he does, knowing he's sure-handed, you're probably looking at a big afternoon from him. Yeah, and then you got uh, then you got Brent, uh, the, the Rams receivers – 65 and 6400 for Cooks and Woods. Not not a big fan this week. This could be a lower scoring game. Kenny Galladay and Chris Godwin I like more in that price range. Uh, Vegas is expecting uh, a high scoring game. I don't think so, but that's definitely the number one receiver. And no Patrick Peterson for the Cardinals. And, uh, you know, Godwin's certainly an upside play. Uh, but I really, really like Tyler Lockett at 6000 and Alshon Jeffrey at 5900 uh, I think Glockick has a breakthrough year and uh, really gets off to a good start. And Jeffrey, uh, you know, against uh, you know against uh, Washington secondary, it's going to be missing some pieces, key pieces there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think uh, they just just destroy the Redskins. Jeffrey's going to be a part of it. Uh, I totally agree with you on both Lockett and uh, Jeffrey. You beat me to it when it comes to Lockett, who comes in at sixty eight hundred dollars at FanDuel, Bengals. Uh, we're 29th in the league against the pass last year, and it's an opportunity for him to really light up, you know, especially when uh, Russell Wilson executes the play action. Uh, again, like you mentioned with uh, the Redskins, banked up secondary, golden opportunity for Alshon Jeffrey. You got to remember, he spent the whole offseason lamenting that tip pass that ended up costing the Eagles in a playoff game against the Saints. So, again, like you mentioned, it's a game of emotion, and I think that he's going to have the opportunity to use some of that emotion and flip that out and put in a pretty solid afternoon against Washington. Uh, I like Tyler Boyd, too. You know, Seattle has one weakness. It's just their secondary. Uh, I I think – I think, you know, maybe that uh, Boyd is going to get peppered with a lot of targets here. Don't like Cooper Cup. He's still getting, you know, recovery mode from that injury, I think. Jarvis Landry is going to get overshadowed by Beckham. DJ Moore, but I want to play wait and see. I like Mike Williams a heck of a lot at 50, just 5,300 on DraftKings. He comes in at 6,400 fan duel, and I agree with you. I think that this is going to be a high-scoring game, and I think that you're going to see Phillip Rivers throw north of 35 passes, which means that not only can you look at uh, uh, Keenan Allen getting a lot of touches, but also uh, Mike Williams. You know, there could be a potential stack there if you can make that work. 
Yeah, a lot of people on D.D. Westbrook at 4,800, but I want to see more of this offense uh, before uh, I really invest in it. Christian Kirk, 4,700, not bad, but the same thing here. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, uh, you know, here's an upside play. Always performs well in week one, as noted by our uh, Andrew Erickson. Jackson's totally boomer bust, but I like him as a GPP play against the Redskins. Uh, he's a good GPP guy at $5,600 over at FanDuel. Like you mentioned, he tends to bring his A game for some reason on opening day. And I really wouldn't be shocked if on that first play from scrimmage, you see Carson Wentz getting up top two Jackson. Yeah, and I like Michael Gallup a lot at 4300 on DraftKings, too, as another salary saver. Guy who played down the, well down the stretch last year uh, and in playoffs also flashed in the preseason. I uh, like Gallup to really have a big season. I think that, you know, facing the Giants is going to be a springboard game. Uh, he comes into the contest 5,600 over at FanDuel. And if you've got issues with uh, Amari Cooper, if he's less than 100%, then I wouldn't be surprised if you look at Michael Gallup getting a host of targets in this contest. All right. And then uh, we got Jamison Crowder's 4,100, but against Buffalo. Don't know if I'm crazy about it. Uh, DK Metcalf's only 4,000, but coming off of an injury. Uh, what about Albert Wilson at just 3,900? That's that's sort of a contrarian GPP play more than anything else going against uh, Baltimore. It is. You know, he's $5,000 over at uh, FanDuel. And again, you know, it, it is a contrarian play, but you know, I think that he will get the majority of the targets. You know, a particularly low-scoring game, but you know, I think the Dolphins are going to have to throw the ball in order to stay in the contest. You're certainly not going to run against the Ravens' D. So Wilson you know, is, not, is not a bad play if you're looking to save a little money here. You know, John Ross is somebody interesting depending on his health. That Seattle secondary, if one part of the defense can be burned, I think it's the secondary, you know, maybe him for a deep strike. And you also got Zay Jones at 3,700 against the Jets secondary. Those are two punts that I like. Jones comes in at FanDuel at $4,900, excuse me, at $5,000. I think that I agree with you uh, that Jets secondary is a pretty suspect unit, 26th in the league, 24th in the league last year. Uh, I think that, you know, when you look at Josh Allen, not the best quarterback, but he certainly has the arm to wing it downfield. I also agree with you uh, with uh, with the John Ross, and he is going to be at home state in Washington. Opportunity for him to step up and perhaps get a long play. But I think the big problem is is that if the Bengals can't get Andy Dalton time, then certainly his value is going to be hurt. He's a serious boomer bust if you're looking to save money here on the back end. And then, uh, along the lines of the John Brown, Andrew Erickson, I think, is uh... – I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of our uh, our fantasy writer from the front page, Alex Erickson. Uh, I think at 3,200 could could be a difference maker. Uh, you know, if Ross is, you know, his health, I'll have to check on it for this week. But uh, Alex Erickson's a guy that they like a lot, and you know, maybe he could be a surprise against Seattle. $4,500, so yeah, he does come in and is a base uh, salary guy over at FanDuel, but strong preseason will probably get a fair share of looks. Again, if, if Dalton has the time to throw against that Seahawks secondary, he certainly could get some looks here. Yeah, I don't think how much time he'll have to throw, but, uh, you know, if they're going to play catch-up or he has to get a deep, deep strike, uh, you know, I like him uh, 
maybe maybe to score or catch some passes there. They'll be using them out of the slot. Thanks for listening to the uh, podcast on today, September 5th, 2019. And uh, don't forget to, if you have any individual questions, register for Premium Gold and hit us up in your, our Slack chat room. Thanks a lot for listening.